Welcome to the Encourageous Podcast. My name is Angel Clark, and I'll be your host. Everyone goes through difficult things in life, but it takes a special type of person to use their pain to help others. That's exactly the kind of people you're going to hear from here on Encourageous. Each episode will tell the story of someone who not only survived their struggle, but is thriving. Join us for vulnerable, firsthand testimonies that will inspire you to press on. Get ready to be encouraged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Encourageous Podcast. I thank you all for listening and subscribing. And if you haven't already done that, I would super appreciate it. Um, The world is in turbulent times right now with all the stuff we have going on. And so any source of positivity and encouragement is something you should be seeking right now. So I hope that this podcast is that for you. So your support, you know, really means the world to me in that arena. For my guest today, her name is Samantha. And so I'm excited to hear her story with you guys. Welcome, Samantha. Hi, so glad to be here. Yay, well, happy to have you. Okay, so if you don't mind, just tell the audience a little bit about who you are. So I'm Samantha, and I am, oh my gosh, 34 years old now. <laughs> 34, and then I have four beautiful children. Me and my husband have been married for, it'll be 13 years this month. Yeah. Oh, so. that's awesome. Yeah, so we're busy with the kids. <laughs> yes. And also, um, you are a founder of a ministry, which we'll get into yes. you know, as, as we tell your story. So um, you and I have talked in person a little bit about just life in general, of course. Um, so I do know that you at one point struggled with being unhealthy and unhappy for quite some time. So if you don't mind, can you just kind of share, share your story with us, how it went? Yes. Yeah, so growing up, um, I struggled with my weight and um, as a kid and everything, you know, just... I'm growing up with trauma as a child, and I think that's where the unhappiness was coming from, is even though I was still, you know, I got saved when I was about 15 years old, um, accepted Jesus, and my life was totally transformed and changed, but we know that we, through that process, you know, God gives us the Holy Spirit, which is whole, and, but yet we still have mind, body, and soul, and things like that, that have not, have yet, have lined up that, with that wholeness, and the grasp, the reality of the freedom that comes in, and so I still wear a lot of um, badges of hurt and pain, and abuse as a child, and so food was my outlet, food was something that I thought I could control by, you know, because I, this only thing that I could, I felt like gave me peace and control, and so, but I was actually out of control, because, you know, that was one thing I did as a child. My grandmother raised me, and so you, if you know anything about grandmas, you know <laughs> that you're, you kind of do whatever you want, so um, yeah. I would go to the refrigerator constantly, and so by the, I believe by the time I was in third grade, I was considered overweight, and so I was really, really teased as a um, child because of that. And so as I got older and got taller, I thinned out a little bit more, but I still struggle with food, food was, and then, and then turn it to food disorders and, and eating disorders and bulimia and anorexia and just like, and then just being out of control again. And then on, honestly, gaining so much weight and becoming out of control um, because you just, you never, you never find that balance. And, and I was a Christian too, and still struggled with, um, with bulimia and throwing up when the guilt hit, hit in when I was eating 
food. It was, it was a lot of trauma food, you know, and I didn't understand um, that food wasn't my enemy. <laughs> you know, I thought, yeah. I thought, yeah, it was, it was hard. It was really a hard time in my life. And so growing up and then having, you know, having a family, getting married and still struggling with these, these food issues um not realizing it wasn't a food issue it was it was a soul issue it was an issue that um god wanted to mend and some brokenness so i think also sometimes god has to use somebody that's not so nice to kind of you know that's kind of what pledged me it, um to to like you were saying to change was the fact that somebody said something really nasty to me and i think that you know kind of the wounds and it wasn't a friend, but it was a wound that really woke me up and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm really out of control right now. I'm 20 some years old and I have no energy and my knees hurt and I'm exhausted all the time. So that's where I was at in that moment. Yeah. So. Wow. That's, I actually didn't know. Um, cause I, one of the first episodes I did on this podcast was someone who struggled with anorexia. And so it's kind of funny. One of those things that like everyone knows someone who struggles with it, but they don't always know. It's like a hidden battle. You know, you weren't out there telling people, Hey, I just been, you know, it's kind of, it's something that until you stand up and say like, Hey, I've struggled with this. The other women, it kind of empowers them to admit it. So yeah. I'm glad yeah. to hear you say that. Cause it will kind of reinforce the message of the other person who spoke on it was that it's a mm -hmm. lot more common than we think. Um, and it's, oh, it's, it it's yeah. a, a hidden battle. I believe yeah. in the way shape or form. All women have, have, um, shamed our bodies mm -hmm. in some kind of way. Either we're too skinny or we're too chubby or we're too this or too tall our, our hair's too straight or too curly. I mean, we're just, it's, you know, that, that void that we think that our bodies are going to, if we have a certain body that it's going to give us that joy, which yeah. is not. Yep. Yeah. It's not true. Um, and so you said that it was the impetus was somebody said something mean, but mm -hmm. also you had some physical, you were experiencing physical symptoms yeah. from it. So, so um, I was very tired, very, um, just had low energy and, I, I was in love with being a mom though. I, I was like, being a mom was just like, I mean, it saved me from a lot realizing my purpose. I was like, my purpose is being a, a mother. So I was so, so grateful for that. But then also I, you know, those hurtful words, which was actually a family member, but this family member was not somebody that was completely in my life. It was my biological mother. And um, it's a very long story, but Let's we might have say, to do a, a episode two, yeah, you know, hopefully a long story, <laughs> but uh, my biological mother was never really in my life. So we try to make men's and it didn't really happen the way I thought. So there was just a lot of unhealthy things said to me that really hurt me. But a lot of it was true in a sense, even though it wasn't nice, you know, it wasn't true. <laughs> so yeah. So I was like, okay, well this part is true. I had to figure out what was a lie and what was truth because sometimes people say things to us that hurt, yeah. but it doesn't always mean it's the truth. So I had to realize, okay, I do have some unhealthy habit with food and I need to address that. So, and realizing my purpose, taking care of my health and just eating a well-balanced diet and eating healthy and just getting rid of all that sugar and the toxins in my life. And when that started happening, God started doing a healing process through me as well. Mm, that's awesome. I love that you said that because today I, while I was working, I just went to YouTube and typed in like worship. And as I was working, I just kind of like had it playing. And there yeah. was a song that I had never heard before. And it said something to the effect of you took what the enemy meant for evil and yeah. turned it for good. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what happened with you was that this person said this mean, hurtful thing. Yes. And he but, always does that. 
Yeah. yeah, and it was meant to be a harmful thing. Yes, I always try to encourage people that. I was like, if people yeah. hurt you, I'm telling you right now, those wombs are going to be turned around to be fire for fuel. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And it will be fire for fuel, but that's what God did. It, it put a fight in me that was willing to fight for my health. That's awesome. So you had your, uh, you know, your drastic transformation where you started getting healthy and you're, you were also spiritually getting well too. It wasn't just in your physical body. So yeah. can you kind of... Tell listeners how Salud Fit, which is your ministry, came about and what kind of, you know, what that process looked like. for Because you started to get healthy, but yeah, then at yeah. what point did you so I wasn't really the ministry? I was not a physical active person. I hated physical activity. I mean, the eating part became a little bit easier for me, as long as if I could eat good, because that's what's one thing I had to realize is that you can eat a lot of food and feel full and satiated, just the right foods, right? And so I was, you know, happy when content was, okay, I'm like, I can control my food in a healthy way yep, you're like and, i love broccoli i'll just eat a lot of broccoli it's fine and i like real butter real quality you can have good healthy fats and i'm like that fills you up so praise god but um so physical activity was one of those <laughs> things where i don't like to work out at all i hate working out i was just one of those people that would look at a slide of stairs and i would dread it i would be like okay where's the elevator <laughs> Exactly. I would be the last one to take the stairs. And so, <laughs> but God was just, you know, he, he no longer going to allow, so the brokenness, so God birthed everything in the brokenness in me. And so physical activity started with my love and passion for Christian fun music and hip hop and just dance. You know, I'm like, okay, well, if I can dance my way to not making me think I'm working out, then it's for me. So <laughs> I started like, hey, that's looking, like looking for ways to find Christian alternatives to do, you know, there's a secular stuff that you can work out to, to dance to. But I was like, I want some, you know, the music that I love, the genres and music that I I love so I would find some stuff and I was like okay it wasn't much option it was a little bit on there but it wasn't a lot of options so through that so let me just read this it says um so it, God birthed it through brokenness and so I was really not a physical activity person but through dancing God started doing all of that that fun dancing and working out and so over time God was really stretching me because I was not I was not a um, extroverted extroverted person I did not like to deal with people that very well although I liked that one one, one and being together like with a smaller crowd mm -hmm. but um god used another fitness platform to kind of pull me out of my comfort zone and kind of learn about fitness and become a instructor and so I became a fitness instructor. And then all of a sudden, God was like, he shook me and was like, guess what? You're literally making all Christian music. You're making your own choreography. Now it's time for you to birth out what I've called in you. And so that's when God was like, okay, you're leaving this other platform. I'm giving you this name, Salufet, which is a diverse name, which means blessings and health in Spanish. And it's going to be dedicated to me. And so <laughs> that's kind of like... You know, and he's like, you know, just kept, it was just like uncomfortableness throughout the whole time, pretty much. Like God was stretching me. Mm -hmm. I go from not being, hating fitness <laughs> to being a fitness instructor, yeah. then going out and starting my own fitness ministry that God told me to do. He does it like that. And so, yeah, yeah he's, he's so good. <laughs> That's awesome. So in this whole journey of, cause like we said earlier, you were also, you were getting physically well, but yeah. you were getting spiritually well. What are some valuable lessons that you gleaned out of just this whole process? You cannot separate the Holy Spirit and, and, and think that you're going to just get mm. healthy mind, body, and soul without it. 
um, yeah. the Holy Spirit. Yep. Um, there's a lot of fitness platforms that promise a lot of great things and they're doing so awesome. They're doing amazing things. But the long lasting freedom comes from the Holy Spirit, comes from God and from yes. women experiencing the presence of God. And, and he is the one that is the train breaker. So yes, he used fitness to, cause it's happy hormones, right? When you work out, you feel great. And that's a gift that he's created for us. Amen. And so yeah, that's what he created. Right. But also we can't separate the goodness and the freedom and the gift. So my heart for anything and for any woman, doesn't matter what religion background they come from. Cause I have a lot of women that have, that maybe not be a Christian and they've come and they just are so surprised to feel the presence of God. So we just yeah. give God an opportunity to move at the end of each class, you know, we work out to all Christian music. We work out and we have fun. You know, you've been there. So yep. it is fun and exciting, but we, we, we apply scripture. We apply the principles that God is. Um, and we give ladies a room to understand, you know, the freedom in Christ and can't separate that because what good is it for me to gain the whole world, but then lose my soul? That's our whole yeah. concept is that the freedom is in Christ. And so yep. I gain the confidence in Christ through this ministry, through itself and God birthing it in me. And I want to pass the torch to women. And I want women to experience the confidence and the freedom in Christ. Yeah. And that and that's he's the chain breaker. He's the one that eradicates and, and heals those wounds and the brokenness. And so fitness can only take us so far, but Jesus mm -hmm. will take us all the way. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why we, we we don't separate the two. And we come when we combine all of those principles you know, the way he's created us to move, um, to combine music and worship and all those things, but the principles of the word of God and the Holy spirit. And that's when God just, it blows up, you know? <laughs> yeah. It and I have to up. say, um, one thing for anyone who hasn't been, you talked about the Holy spirit kind of being the guide and it is yes. so cool. Cause I've, I've been to several of your meetings and yeah. It's almost, it's so cool. I was just thinking about this as I was cooking dinner today. Cause I knew I was interviewing you and I was like trying to think of like, if I forgot like any questions to ask you. And one thing I thought about that was so cool is I feel like you have the Holy spirit on speed dial. Like I can talk to him, him and I we're acquaintances but with you. You're like, okay, someone in this room is struggling. It's crazy. I just like the way you're so in tune with the Holy spirit. It's so cool. Cause like at one of the meetings you talked about somebody needing physical healing and we all kind of looked around the room and we we're like, mm, I don't know. And then at the end, a lady came up to you and was like, it was me. I've been struggling with this for years. And I was just like, mind blown. Like, it's so cool. So that's something that I definitely agree with is that you have to be, that's like a skill you have to hone in. That's, you know, you can hear from the Holy Spirit, but on the level that you have it, like it just shows it's a, like a craft almost. And it's something that the Lord has, we have access to, all of us have access to because the Holy Spirit, when we have the baptism of the Holy Spirit and we receive the gift, we all have access to that. Yep. And it's not something that comes like that, right? It's over time nope. with practice. I am just, you know, being saved. You know, I think it's just giving ear. When you give ear to the Holy Spirit and the sensitivity and the hunger, we have to be hungry for the things of God. If we are too busy yes. in our day, if we're too busy doing our own thing, how can we hear the presence and, and what God is trying to say? I always tell God, I was like, okay, God, if I don't do it every day because I'm not perfect. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Lord, interrupt my day. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, interrupt me if we allow him to interrupt our, our things. And and I that's one thing I'm passionate to is about women walking in the confidence of God, but also 
being used. I don't want to be the only one being used. I, I love it when during prayer sessions, we have women encouraging each other and operating in the gifts of the spirit. You know, we are all able to operate in those gifts of the spirit and it's yeah. so powerful. And that's how he shows himself evident. I think people are more willing to be receptive to the gospel when they see and hear God's miraculous because he's not hidden from us. He is not mysterious, really. He's not. He is showing himself through his people. And if we really allow and really understand what the word says about that, the gifts of the spirit are ours and um, tune into what the Holy Spirit wants to do, he can use each one of us. It's powerful. He's so in tuned. I love how he works, not just, you know, and your ministry and other ministries like Unforsaken, when the Holy Spirit moves, He'll lay something on one woman's heart and then, it'll, and then all of a sudden Mo Menlo will have the same word, you know, that the Holy Spirit's one. And so when he flows, he flows through us all. Yeah. We're connected to that Trinity. Yep. And that's what's powerful is that God is the one that knows everything. Those little snippets of time where he's like, Hey, this is what I want you to say. This is what I want you to do. And I, and I think also with the hunger is the obedience because I've learned my obedience, just like we are with our children, right? And our and being parents, when our children are obedient to them, they receive more gifts from us. Yeah. And so God can trust us with the mm-hmm. more we are obedient. I'm not every single obedient to him all the time. Sometimes say stuff and tell me to do things. I'm just like, what is mm. that? And so <laughs> you just have to Guilty. step out of faith, right? Yes. Okay, God, if this is really you, and God's like, well, listen, why don't you test to see if it's really me, and not and be willing to look like a fool for me. <laughs> When God told me to pull over, I was like, God loved her. And she was obviously not a Christian and didn't understand it. That me like I had two horns on my head. And <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. But God was like, you're obedient. That's all that matters. You don't yeah. care what people think. That's true. Yeah. That is so I'm true. I know. I think maybe I should name this podcast that, like, be a fool for God. Hashtag. Like, let's start <laughs> that, you know? It's okay to be foolish if you're obedient. So, right, right. Because really, the whole thing is that you would seem foolish to people, but to God, it wouldn't be. So, really, you're not foolish. Especially people that don't won't have the love of the Father in them. Mm. It doesn't make sense to them. But, but I'm telling you, like, when they grasp that revelation of that person years back telling them something, they're like, oh, wow. God was sending. The, the, you know, he was sending the, the boat. <laughs> he was sending a messenger along my way. I just didn't receive it at that time, yeah. but he'll receive it eventually. <laughs> yep. And if not, then all that matters is that you did your part. You know, it doesn't, God's not judging you based off of their response. He's judging you based off of, he told you to do it and you did it. told you to do it. And that's, that's what matters most. I've had God tell me to do crazy things sometimes. And during prayer sessions where I'm just like, okay, and I did it. And it was like, oh, and it so happened to be on point. Yeah. It didn't make sense to my mind. Yeah. <laughs> There's a brief moment where you're like, oh, geez, really? Yeah. That's what you so want me to do? <laughs> our minds, the things of God are mind blowing. We just, it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense to us. So it's like, you know, when you're in that moment where you're filled with the spirit and you're like, yes, God, I can do it. And then all of a sudden you get in the flesh and again, you're like, wait, no. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready yet. <laughs> but I love how you said it though, because it's, it's definitely, it stretches you because the first time it happens, you're kind of like, oh. And then the second time you're like a little, you know, you have a less of an aversion to it. And then you yeah. know, it's been years and 
you pulled some lady over and told her God loves her. Like, you're like up here. The bar is like, you're on like a 10. I'm over yeah. here on like a two. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh gosh. He's so good. He's, he humbles us for sure. Yes. Keeps us humble. Yep. <laughs> oh, that is true. That is so true. So if there's someone listening to this podcast right now who is either how you were when you were broken or unhealthy or unhappy, what would be your best encouragement to them? That God's not finished with you yet. Mm. Yeah, I, I thought I thought that that my life would not be. I was like, I really didn't think I was deserving of of God's mm. best. I really didn't, because like I said, it was trauma from childhood and being told I wasn't good enough from everybody around me. Mm. From the time I was a little girl in school and having learning disabilities, I don't claim that I have those anymore. And being told I couldn't do this and she's just not going to amount to anything. She's not going to do anything. And so for me, I was complacent thinking that God's best wasn't for me. And so I just would encourage any woman feeling not enough is that God is never finished with you. And even in your age, God is not finished with you. It doesn't matter how or what age you're at, how far you've gone. God is never finished with you. And I love what he's doing. And he, he he takes our brokenness and he turns it around for our good and also for those around you for their good. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very good advice. So I know you, you have local classes here that you host, but you also have your YouTube channel and stuff. So for anybody who is wanting to connect with Salute Fit, how can people join in on the fun? So you just go to YouTube and you type in Salute Fit Chris, Dance Christian Fitness. Um, Christian Dance Fitness. So Salute Fit, which is S-A-L-U-D-F-I-T. And then just put Christian Dance Fitness and we will pop up. And then also you can go on our website and it's salutefitdoublelive.com. So it's salute, S-A-L-U-D-F-I-I-T.com. And then also Samantha Varela, you can always contact me on social media, Facebook, anywhere email anything you can and we also have a platform on instagram for salute fit and facebook and you can follow us and go on our private groups where our private groups i think we're able to connect more and it's so cool because we have prayer requests going and we have ladies just reaching out and posting their journeys with us which is really cool what they're eating or if they need any encouragement and we also try to do some bible studies here and there and also share the ministries that support Salute Fit too like Unforsaken and Remarkable and things like that. That's awesome even though you have the in-person classes and not everybody is local the fact that you have your YouTube channel and the Facebook outlets and stuff really kind of makes it to where anyone can join in so anyone yes. listening don't feel like you're left out just because you're not local oh. you can and we go live. Um, we try to go live on our YouTube now that we're able to have access again to live. So we go live on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Um, for our time, Central Time. And um, yeah, so we are located in Nicoe on Tuesday for now, but we are working really hard for our online platform. Because right now, with distance-wise, it might be too far or they're just feeling not ready yet to come work out in person yet. So we try to, we're really trying to work on our online platform. So we have over... 1,300 and something subscribers now on YouTube. So it's really cool. I got it growing it. And so they will love that you guys will love the YouTube channel. It's so much fun. It feels like you're there, even though you're not there. We would love to have you there. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing like being there. Just, no, you know, it's not. It's like church. It's nothing like being at church. Exactly. But, uh, 
but at least you have something where you can stay connected and get that workout in in those physical activities and you get to join in with prayer with us at the end and get that word of god which is like a bonus <laughs> i call that a win-win really win-win. <laughs> there's nothing nothing bad that could come from it so that's good oh, all right well samantha i want to thank you for taking time out of your busy quarantine life to join me here today and i know that listeners are going to be so encouraged by your message and i hope that all of you will go check out samantha's ministry salute fit because it's awesome and it's fun and it's free you know you can't beat that so it's not you have no excuse not to do that <laughs> so well thank you very much again and i hope you have a good day Thank you for listening to the Encourageous Podcast. I hope today's story left you feeling encouraged and inspired. Come back every other Thursday for a new episode and be sure to subscribe. Your support makes a world of a difference, especially for a new and bi-weekly podcast like this one. If you want to connect with me on social, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at The Encourageous Podcast. Until next time, stay encourageous. Thank you.